Hello, and welcome back to Fertility Friends podcast about fertility charting for conception. In the previous lesson, we talked about cervix observations as an optional fertility sign. In this lesson, we'll talk about devices and tests that can be used to cross-check your primary fertility signs. These are also considered secondary signs, but many women like to use them for added awareness. There are an increasing number of commercial products on the market designed to indicate changes in your fertility status. They rely on changes in your hormones that can be detected in your urine or your saliva. When using these kits and devices, follow the manufacturer's instructions as closely as possible. Most manufacturers of fertility devices also offer a toll-free number so that consumers can ask questions about the use of the devices. These kits and devices can give additional secondary clues about your fertility status. These can complement the observations you make from your primary fertility signs. You may find them especially helpful if it's taking a long time to conceive or if you find that you're not able to get clear readings from your cervical fluid or your BBT signs. Fertility tests and devices are not absolutely essential especially if you're easily able to recognize the changes in your cervical fluid and other fertility signs, but you may find that you like to have the added information for cross-checking. There's no device or kit that you can use at home that can pinpoint ovulation as well as your temperature data. This is because only a thermal shift shows increased progesterone, which is the hormone you release after ovulation. They can be quite useful, however, for timing intercourse and showing you when you have increased fertility in the days before ovulation. We'll talk about some of the devices that people are using. We'll start with saliva microscopes. Saliva microscopes may be used to indicate your proximity to ovulation. They work by measuring the effect of estrogen in your saliva or sometimes your cervical fluid. When estrogen levels are high, when ovulation is approaching, Saliva microscopes show a ferning pattern. Saliva or cervical fluid crystallizes into a ferning pattern that you can see on the slide of a microscope at this time. If you choose to use a saliva microscope, we recommend following the manufacturer's instructions as closely as possible to get the best results. Ovulation prediction kits, OPKs, and fertility monitors are probably the most popular devices. Ovulation prediction kits, or OPKs, are also sometimes called ovulation prediction tests, or OPTs. They've become quite popular and can be quite useful to help you find your fertile time. OPKs work by measuring the presence of luteinizing hormone, LH, in your urine. LH surges about 24 hours before ovulation. This causes your ovary to produce enzymes, which in turn cause the dominant follicle to rupture and release the egg into the fallopian tube. That's ovulation. So an OPK is expected to be positive the day before you ovulate. It's not unusual to see a positive OPK result also the same day you ovulate. Following a few guidelines can help you get the best results from your OPK. First, like any product, follow the manufacturer's directions carefully. If you don't test every day from before you expect to be most fertile, you may miss the surge. Likewise, if you test too late, you can miss the surge. Testing daily once you've started to test is the best strategy. Your first positive OPK result probably means that you're about to ovulate. Since OPK packages include only a limited number of test strips and are pretty expensive, 
Timing when to start testing is crucial. Follow the manufacturer's instructions about the time to take your OPK. First morning urine is usually not the best for OPKs, since your LH surge usually begins in the early morning when you're still sleeping, and it may not yet be apparent in your first morning urine. If you test in the early morning, you may miss your surge entirely, since LH levels may already be reduced by the next morning. Late morning or early afternoon is usually the best, unless the instructions or your doctor suggest otherwise. Unless the manufacturer's instructions suggest differently, record your OPK results as positive if the test line is as dark or darker than the control line. Record your results as negative if the test line is lighter than the control line. For digital tests, just follow the manufacturer's directions. Do not rely exclusively on OPK results to time intercourse, as you may not see an LH surge, that's a positive OPK, even though you may be fertile. Your increased fertility begins before you see a positive OPK result, since sperm can live in the reproductive tract for a few days in fertile cervical fluid. During your potentially fertile time, have intercourse at least every other day, even before you see a positive OPK result. Switch to every single day once you do see a positive result until ovulation has been confirmed by your temperature data. Talk to your doctor about your intercourse frequency if you suspect any kind of sperm issues. If you're taking Clomid, also ask your doctor or the OPK manufacturer about when to start testing with OPKs. Fertility monitors, such as ClearPlan, work by measuring the presence of both estrogen and luteinizing hormone in your urine. Fertility Friends data entry allows you to enter the results of devices on your chart. These are also taken into account for the analysis. If you use a saliva microscope, you can record no ferning, partial ferning, or full ferning. For ovulation prediction kits, you can record positive or negative. And for the fertility monitor, you can record low, high, or peak. Once again, thanks for listening to Fertility Friends podcast. If you'd like to take the quiz associated with this lesson, you can do so online or using our app on your phone. The next lesson will discuss additional fertility science.